Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast of A Lady on Fire, where we explore the filmmaking themes and community involved in Celine Siama's portrait of A Lady on Fire. We are your hosts. I'm Laurel Hutchinova. And I'm Audrey Nee. And today we've got film critic and writer. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> too excited. <laughs> We've got film critic and writer Valerie Complex back on the show. Yay! Yay! She first joined us back in May, which was like 20-something episodes ago, if you can believe that. <laughs> wow, there's been that many episodes. Right? I know. Y'all been moving. It's nuts. We just record every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But she joined us to talk about interviewing and spending time with the portrait crew, and we recommend checking that episode out first, which was episode seven, if you haven't already. And a couple of quick disclaimers before we dive in. First of all, neither of us speak French, so as always, apologies in advance if we pronounce anything poorly. And we've also assumed at this point that you've watched the movie, because this podcast will probably have spoilers if you haven't. And just a special disclaimer for this episode, if the audio quality is a little bit iffy, it's because our special guest is overseas and we're working through some reception issues occasionally there so but thank you valerie for taking the time i'm not sure what time it is wherever you are (laughs) yeah thank you yeah we appreciate it fantastic i was excited you guys i had a really good time last time and i i'm excited to be back again so since may a lot's gone on i left texas to go back to new york Mm -hmm. and then i was in new york for four months and then I left again wow yeah so yeah just chilling I haven't had a chance to watch portrait very much since I hit 100 I think I watched it like maybe three other times I've been trying to find another film to sort of champion (laughs) this year yeah 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 so related to that, we were actually wondering if you've been doing the festival circuit this year. And if so, if you want to talk about anything you're seeing, if there's anything you'd recommend. Hmm. I have actually skipped ever since I got caught in Texas hmm. trying to go to South by Southwest. I haven't hmm. really gone to the only other film festival I went to this year was Fantasia Fest. I haven't been to anything this year outside of that and Sundance in January. I've been on a sort of off and on hiatus since we've last spoken. But there are a few films that I saw that I liked. I watched Mignon's again, Cuties. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. A film that I really liked. I know people have opinions about it being, you know, for pedophiles or whatever. Those people haven't watched the film mm-hmm. and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. But And that is available on Netflix, right? Right. Let me look at my letterbox so that I can tell you some of my favorite films of this year. I have Jumbo on there. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see that. Mm -hmm. We both have, yeah. What did you guys think of that? I enjoyed it. I thought it was definitely very different from, you know, her... Noemi's character was very different, of course, than from her character in Portrait. Like, maybe a polar opposite. Mm -hmm. But the way that she, I think, conveyed... What's her what's her character? Jeanne? Jeanne. Jean. 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 Yeah. Jean. Jean. Yeah. yeah. Her like both fragility but also sort of resoluteness in mm-hmm. you know, in loving this object that she loves and just wanting to be the person that she is, I thought was really well done and full of complexity. Yeah, I feel like it gave me these like crazy eighties sci fi vibes and maybe it was mostly the scenes with the, the neon with the, the jumbo. Yeah, but yeah. I I loved the aesthetic and I, I thought her performance was really incredible. But yeah, I think overall I, I really enjoyed the film. Yeah, I, I really dug it. Another film that I really liked is a film called Relic. It's an Australian sort of horror drama Ooh. Huh. that I really like. 
Let's see, uh, Miss Juneteenth is another film that I really like with Nicole Briari. Briari? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was incredible in that. I also liked Summerland, which I know <laughs> is not a super great film. <laughs> but tell me more about what you enjoyed yeah. about Summerland. It was just so. It was so sweet. It, like, that's what it, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. It'll give you a toothache. Yeah. That's so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. It's very wholesome. And like, it's, yeah, it's like wholesome. And I don't know, I really like Gemma Arterton's performance. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's used to being like one way in films, like this sex kitten or like, you know, being really objectified. But in this, mm. she's like, does very well. And I also enjoy seeing Gugu Mbatha-Ra in, in anything, especially in, in queer roles. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, literally in anything. anything. But yeah, she should be doing more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really, just, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. It made me smile. Yeah, and good. Even though good. I was like, "Wow, this is not good," but <laughs> but I I enjoyed it. If you want like a Hallmark Channel lesbian movie that you just you know oh, yeah. have in the background, like channel. yeah, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> It's like, cool, now we have one. That's great. There should be more, you know? There should be there more. Should be there should more be more lesbian yeah. everything. Yeah. I thought that it was like, it was just different. Yeah. And I dug it. I thought the production value was decent, too. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like a cheaply made lesbian Hallmark movie, you know? Because that would have right. been... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It didn't feel like cheap or anything like that. So I enjoyed it. Uh, let's see what else I have on this list here. Anything from the festivals that you went to that people can like look forward to even? I really liked a lot of documentaries, to be honest. Mm. I saw a documentary called Missing and Murdered, The Lost Children of Atlanta. It was, like, it was a documentary about some serial killings that were happening in Atlanta in the 70s. Wow. Oh, shit. And how they might have the wrong person in jail right now. I saw another documentary called Coded Bias, which talks about basically how the government using AI to track people. Mm. And what it does is instead of tracking people, it tracks the wrong people. And that's how, you know, marginalized people end up in jail because the AI said that they are ISIS members and they're not. Yeah, yeah. Another documentary I really liked is a film called Giving Voice. And it's pretty much about these kids who are competing in the August Wilson drama competition. And it just follows like these six kids. And it's really great. Cool. From the festival circuit, I saw Zola, which I thought was cute. I don't know if you know about Zola or not, but. Is that the Jewish, like a lesbian? Oh, I know what you're, I know what you're talking about, but no, it's not Zola. (laughs) Zola is about sex workers. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay different but Zola is pretty much like this chick named Zola Moon she had this wild weekend in Florida last year or the year before where it was all kinds of hijinks and shenanigans that took place over 72 hours and she put the whole thing in like uh, 150 tweets and I'll send you guys the link to the, to the story the story is absolutely wild in fact the way that she tells the story is a little bit more interesting than the way the movie tells it. <laughs> oh, interesting. But the movie is still really good and it's kind of queer. And the way that it, it presents itself in the relationship that these two women sort of have um, as they go on this crazy journey or whatever. So is the movie like a fictionalized adaptation of what really happened or it's more yes. like a, Okay, okay, yes. got it. Oh, that's really oh, cool. that's okay. cool. Yep. Yeah. It's a fictionalized adaptation of what happened. Let's see. I enjoy Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey? Yeah, Birds of Prey. Oh. Huh. Like the Harley Quinn? 
Yeah, the Harley. I guess I should be calling it Harley Quinn. No, 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 no. Birds I, of Prey. I also okay. enjoyed. I was. I wasn't sure if there was like another Birds of Prey because it sounds like it could be a common title. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was great. I love that. I haven't seen it. See it. I know. A movie called Saint Maud. Uh huh. Saint Maud, which is a horror movie out of the UK, mm-hmm. uh, which okay. is about this woman who thinks she's a saint, and a whole bunch of hijinks ensue. <laughs> I'm already scared. <laughs> and another film called La Llorona. I don't know if you've heard about it, but that sounds familiar. Is that horror? Yes. Not, I'm not talking about the curse of La Llorona from oh, okay. last year. I'm not talking about that shit. Oh, okay. I'm talking okay. about this movie <laughs> called La Llorona, and it, it came out this year. At least on it's on Shutter right now. It's on Shutter, and it's pretty much about like the Guatemalan genocide. There was a genocide in the 80s where the military pretty much wiped out hundreds of thousands of indigenous people. Uh. And the film combines a horror urban legend with the violence of war. And it's actually really, really good. Wow. Wow, That sounds great. Yeah. Those are like my top 10 for now, but that's because I haven't seen that much. Cool. Yeah. 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 It's a great list. It sounds like a really solid top 10 though. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I recommend. I miss Juneteenth is on Netflix. I don't know where Jumbo is. Cuties is on Netflix. Birds of Prey is on HBO Max, I think. Uh-huh. Zola is not out. Mm-hmm. Coded Bias is coming. I don't remember to what site. And I believe Summerland is somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Where did we see that? Was that Amazon? I think I rented it off of like Apple TV or something. Okay. Like that, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to yeah, find links for right. all of it though. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's my list. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have some questions for you submitted by our listeners. These first two are going to be tough. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. So the first one we have, (laughs) Jessica says, not a question, just want to tell her I love and appreciate her. Cry face heart. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Jessica. (laughs) And then this one from Veronica, how are you so cool? Pleading face emoji and emojis with like it's right pointing and left pointing fingers i can't describe this on the but anyway <laughs> valerie how are you so cool <laughs> uh i don't know i don't think of myself as cool i'm awkward and a little shy and introverted but thank you for the compliment i will receive that yeah there you go <laughs> all right next up we got from book nerd nerd do you like pizza with pineapple I never tried it. Whoa! I don't know. What? Maybe. All right. It's in your future. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Maybe don't try it where you are. Just Nuh-uh. based on. <laughs> yeah. No. God, no. Have you like had the opportunity to try it and not wanted to, or it's just never really showed up in your life? I just didn't want to be bothered. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it would be nasty or anything. I just, you know, I just wasn't interested at the time. All right. Yep. So, legit. That's it. Okay. This one from Page 28 Club. What's the first film that made you feel seen? I really like Page 28 Club. They make some really interesting stuff. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah, same. It keeps the portrait nature in fun. So shout out to Page 28 Club. The first movie that made me feel seen was, truly seen, was Pariah by D. Reese. Mm. Black lesbian story. Black lesbian grew up in the projects and it was like a dark skinned actress who mm. was like lesbian it just reminded me a lot of myself so that's cool that was the first yeah. time i could say i felt seen when did that come out 2011 mm, okay wow 
Okay, next up from Stace Your Face. Would love to hear what you're working on and favorite movies of 2020, which I think, I think we covered. Kind of yeah. Shared. Yeah, yeah, we covered that. Well, my book, my graphic novel just got submitted. <gasps> Whoa, congratulations. To a publisher. Woo. So we'll see who accepts it. But it's a Western graphic novel. It takes place during the gold rush. And it's like action adventure. That's cool. Yeah. So excited for that. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, let's see. So Noelle Anel said, I rewatched Moonlight after you said it was your top film. I love it more now. Thank you. Oh, so this is not a question. I still love Portrait Fest. Okay. Those are two different movies. You're not yeah. going to really like them the same. They're about two different things. And yeah. I like Moonlight because it's a more relatable experience. I like Portrait because, I mean, both of them are relatable to me in different mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. I like Portrait for the lesbian experience, for the romance. I like Moonlight because it introduces the queer experiences coming from marginalized mm-hmm. people in the ghetto, you know? Yeah. yeah. And we don't see very many black on black male gay films. So yeah, that's why I like them both. And it yeah. was beautifully done. Oof. Yeah. They did follow up, though, with this question. How the heck did you stay coherent while interviewing Noemi one on one? She's like looking right at you, you know, like. How the- who's to say that I was coherent? internally (laughs) no I think it was easier because I had talked to her briefly before you know in preparation for the interview and I was nervous and she was the one who calmed me down like she was Mm. nervous too because of like she was afraid to speak English Mm. and I was like just nervous because aside from like liking the movie I admire the talent and the body of work yeah I'm so proud of her I'm not I feel like I'm her mom like I, I'm like really proud of her because I've seen the work that she did before Portrait. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like yeah. Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen like anything that she's done before Portrait, so I can't I can't really say. I think but there's like, just there's evident growth. It's... Yes, I'm gonna say there's growth. But from what I've heard, the roles that she takes or the things that she does, there was a lot of like objectification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of roles where, you know, she's half-dressed or she's naked all the right, time right. or whatever. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, there really wasn't a purpose to it. And I think the role that got her popular was one called The Sky Will Wait. Mm, I don't right. know the name in French. And then it's like she did... Le Ciel Attendre. Yes, that one. And then she did another one called Paper Flags, which people really liked. And then she shot Jumbo in between paper flags and portrait so she came out with two really great roles back to back and people were like wow she is yeah, talented she's yeah. not just like a, a pretty supermodel thing right. she wants to pretend to act she can act and since then she stayed busy like she's working mm-hmm. with some huge director she's working on that film that celine wrote less olympiads oh yeah yeah, yeah. And she just got booked for something else by a Spanish director about the Paris bombing. Oh, yeah. I saw in that. 2000, 2015. Yeah. So she saves books. And then she did her own. Right. I'm super excited to see Shakira. And she did her own. She did like two of her own short yeah, films. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, that's the kind of career I would lead if I were an actor or whatever. Right. And, you know, she's a writer. It's somebody who I really admire. So I was very nervous. But we got on the call and she calmed me down and we just sort of went into it. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right. Next up from Jen Cyclopedia Brown, we got, are you reading any other portrait fanfics or just devotee? I'm just reading devotee right now. I might read some others. 
I just didn't want devotee to get tainted with something else I was reading. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I wanted to savor that experience. Devotee has now ended in chapter 12. Congratulations, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last chapter came out and it was a journey. And I just, you know, it's no shade to anybody else creating fanfic because I have to read it to be able to see. But I don't know, Devotee just felt so much like canon that I just couldn't pull away from it. Yeah. So shout out to Victoria for that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this other one from Encyclopedia. Where are you lucky enough to be traveling right now? Je suis jalouse. I'm <laughs> in Europe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I left because it felt like something that I needed to do, like a necessity for self-preservation. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to leave. I don't want to be spending all of this money. But, you know, and I felt better for it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I did it. And I'll be here until the transfer of power in the United States. Yeah. I am with you in spirit. I would, yeah. yeah. I just want to disassociate sure. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up from Kate, we have any lesbian film wrecks? Shiva Baby, not lesbian, but bisexual. Tahara is a good one. Princess Sid is a good one. This is all bisexual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, was Shiva Baby the one that I was talking about earlier? The Jewish... There's two of them, though. Okay. There's two of them. There's I'm just going to keep bringing it up. Every time you mention something, there's like a split and there's more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's two of them. There's Tahara which is about a mixed-race Jewish girl, and Shiva Baby is about a Jewish girl who's bisexual, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good Manners is a really interesting... It's like a lesbian werewolf horror movie. It's really interesting. That Whoa. sounds kind of perfect. It's called Good Manners. That's great, yeah. It's called Good Manners. Yep. I saw a short by Felicia Pride. I think that's her name. A short called Tender um, about two black lesbians having a one-night stand. It was mm. very sweet short movie it's called tender yep tender okay so what have we been looking forward to this year like ammonite and then Mm -hmm. they announced that other one happiest season oh i forgot about that one too jesus um (laughs) i have to watch that one yeah i have to watch that one it was ammonite happiest season and the world beyond oh i I don't think i've heard of that one uh oh the world to come the world to come thank you that's another lesbian one. Cool. So those are the wrecks. I'll talk a little bit more about Ammonite in a little bit, but that's all that's coming out that I know of. Perfect. You want to take this next one? Oh, sorry. I was starting to look up the world to come, and I was like, oh, Casey Affleck's in it? Ooh. Oh, good. It's another period drama. <laughs> Is it set on like a remote island or something? What? I don't think so. It takes place in an isolated area of upstate New York. Thank God. I would hate for them to be anywhere near other, other people, people right? in modern times. I would hate for them to be on the beach. Right. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, so this next one comes from Kaisan. Do you have any movie slash book recommendations? I trust your taste. So I guess we can move to book recommendations because we've done a lot of... The favorites that I mentioned, Mm -hmm. I haven't really read many books this year. I haven't had the mental capacity to do any reading like that. Mm -hmm. I've read a lot of articles. I've read the first paragraph of a lot of books this year. (laughs) I've read a lot of short stories. Like I read Antlers, short story. There was another short story I read called The Spider or something. They're turning it into a movie with Chris Hemsworth. And Zoe Kravitz, I think, is in it. Is it Spider Head? 
Yes. Okay. So I read that. Escape from Spiderhead. Oh, I think okay. that's the name of the story. Okay. I think Antlers is also being turned into... Is that horror? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. I think that's uh, Guillermo del Toro. He produced it, yeah. Cool. I read a short story about the origins of Candyman. It's called They Came In Through the Bathroom Mirror. Mm. Ooh. And how the film was inspired by a true story of something that happened in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, Cabrini mm-hmm. Green, right? Yeah, and how this woman had got killed because the robbers came through her bathroom mirror. Oh, my God. What? So I read a lot of horror shorts. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But I was up at like three in the morning, <laughs> and I just read the whole thing. Perfect time to read that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited about the new Candyman, though. Yeah. I haven't been able to see that yet. It hasn't come out. Oh, okay, good. I mean, not good. Yeah, but I like, think it got, de- it got delayed, yeah. Yeah, yeah it hasn't come out because of the pandemic, and you probably won't be seeing it for a long time. Oh, man. Because of the pandemic. That's so sad. That's really it. I've just been reading a lot of news and doom and gloom, so don't listen to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're living a horror story kind of yeah exactly hopefully like towards the end but whew, we're all gonna be the final girl <laughs> <laughs> and now that you know global warming is where it's at mm. you know yeah yeah so we're in like multiple horror stories at the same time it's like american horror story yeah i see it like a russian nesting doll of horror oh stories. yeah like we're living yeah. within <laughs> Global warming is like kind of the big one. Or is that the core? Because it's like the one, the underlying problem for it. It's like, uh, I can see it as yeah, either the oh, overlapping one, like, but it's not the first one that we're going to get rid of, right? It's, I feel like it's like the one that's the hardest oh, to. Yeah, if, it depends on how you look at, like, what lens you're looking at the horror story through. I right, guess. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one from Lauren. Do you speak French? No, I'm learning some stuff. Because I, I have seen you respond on Twitter in French, and I was like, oh. Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next we have one from Mary who asks, how many times did you see Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Are you still captivated? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Every time. Every time. I learned something new. Mm-hmm. While I Drive asked, kind of as a follow-up to that, when was the last time you watched it, and do you still watch it? I think I watched it in August, mm-hmm. and I still watch it. Ma Larisa asks, what do you think about the critique on Portrait being too white? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's not a hard question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Fair enough, yeah. I also think we dipped into this a little bit in the previous episode mm-hmm. that you were on. Yeah, it's, it's white. I mean, yeah, it's white. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this one from Annalisa. Have you seen Ammonite? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Before you you start, neither of us have seen it. All right. I'm not going to give you no spoilers. But you could. Okay. So we were thinking that you could talk about whatever you want with Ammonite, and we're just going to cover our ears, and then you flag us down when you're done. (laughs) And then we'll just. No, I I want to even. I just. I really wanted to talk about the marketing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. The thing about Ammonite is it's not a bad movie. And I went in telling myself that I. I wouldn't compare it to Portrait. Unfortunately, it had some aesthetic thing that left me to be like, all right, damn. <laughs> there was like a part where like she was playing a piano, you know, the crashing waves of the sea and then standing there. And then there's a, a scene where they're like embroidering and she's like sewing. I was like, oh, <laughs> There's a scene where she's like, if you look at me, who do I look at? <laughs> but Ammonite is not a romance. It's not a romance. And Neon 
once again mm. has messed up marketing uh. because the problem with portrait was that they marketed it as this like global drama that was for everybody when it was a lesbian story mm. ammonite mm. isn't really about lesbians and romance it's a character study of mary anning mm. kate winslet's character interesting who just so happens to be mm-hmm. a lesbian mm-hmm. okay and ronan is I don't know, her character, I don't actually understand her character and character's motives. Her character comes off, Charlotte, whatever her name is, the character comes off as just a sexually repressed woman who was just looking for something different. It didn't matter if it came in the form of a man or a woman. Hmm. You know, their love is not earned. But it's not a bad movie because once you take yourself out of the fact that it's not a romance, even though that's the way Neon marketed it, then you can sort of accept the film for what it really is which is a character study nice all right cool yeah i think we're gonna watch it this weekend actually so yeah maybe we'll have you back on the show to talk more in depth about that actually okay so we still have a few questions left for valerie but we actually have to wrap things up a little early today but we will have valerie back on the show very soon and get to some more of these apologies if we did not get to your question today stay tuned In the meantime, did we leave anything out? Got any burning questions for future shows? Let us know. You can email us at podcastofalaydownfire at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at podcastofalaydownfire and Twitter at P-O-A-L-O-F podcast. And then lastly, if you are enjoying the podcast, please consider rating us on Apple Podcasts as it helps others find the show. Thank you for listening and talk to you next week. Thank you, Valerie. Holla. (laughs) Bye. Bye.